The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Well, hello there, Power Partners. Welcome to our playground. It is radio's finest hour of power with authors and experts. It's Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we know you have a plan for your life and you've set your goals and you know where you want to go. And we want to help ignite your power and help you get there. So we have a great show lined up for you today. But first, the Miracle Moment is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you for writing, speaking, and media interviews. Call 925-377-STAR or visit StarStyleProductions.com to book your session. You can be the star you are. And this is from Confucius. Excellence does not remain alone. It is sure to attract neighbors. I love that. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. So when you strive for excellence, we, there's no perfect, right, Heather? So we strive for excellence, and we'll get a lot of people on our bandwagon. Well, our show is going to be really fascinating today. In our first segment, Heather and I are going to discuss the humanitarian side of the Olympics and what transpires for many of the athletes who must return, or maybe not, to war-torn and impoverished nations. And in segment two, we have Pinnacle Award-winning, inspirational Australian author, Nola Hennessy, comes back once again because she is launching a U.S. and global tour for her award-winning books. And she's going to fill us in on all the positive effects of, of her work that she is making on a global basis. And finally, in segment three, we're going to look at the pros and cons of advanced placement classes for high schoolers. Is it too much? Is it driving kids crazy? Is it doing any good at all? So stay with us for the full hour of power. A few announcements. Whole Foods and Lafayette has made Be The Star You Are the recipient of the Nichols for Nonprofits campaign for the next month. Right. So you can bring, is that cool? But the, awesome. the, kick, the kick is you have to bring in your plastic bags to recycle. And then you donate your nickels to the charity. So Heather and I last week did a show on saving the planet and recycling plastic bags. So Whole Foods has stepped up and 
they will recycle your bags and give the money to be the star you are. So go and do that and make sure to tell them. And then we have the Pear and Wine Festival coming up with our Express Yourself radio show. We'll be doing live broadcasts. We have sponsorships available. Contact me for information, Cynthia at be the star you are dot org. And then coming up very soon, we're going to be announcing our ninth annual essay contest. So a little hint, the topic's going to be centered around benevolence, tolerance, and compassion. The Be The Star You Are newsletter will be in your inbox uh, this weekend. So be looking out for it. It's Star Searchers Express, and it will be spotlighting Nola Hennessy's two books, which are No Boxing Allowed and From PMS to PSA. So the 2012 Olympic Games, officially called the Games of the 30th Olympiad, are now over. The U.S. won 104 medals in all, more than any other country, and the final account included 46 golds, the most America has ever won in any Olympics held outside the U.S. But Heather and I wanted to discuss what it takes to be an Olympian, but more so, how do those from impoverished and war-torn nations, how do they go on with their lives? How are they affected? I mean, this is something I think is really important because the Olympics are about tolerance and collaboration and bringing us together. Heather, you have friends. You've been friends for years with uh, three or four Olympians. First of all, why don't you? What do you think are some of the ingredients of a great Olympian? What what makes somebody a great athlete with that determination and diligence to be an Olympian? Well, you know what? Um, I think yeah, I have been fortunate. It is amazing people. I think. Um, one thing, you know, a lot of people say, you know, God-given talent, I think, you know, you're born with something, but also that drive, as well as the people around you, because as you've seen with it, some, there was a lot of campaigns focusing on athletes as well as their mothers and, you know, their parents saying how much they sacrifice, which is true, because um, when you decide, like in anything, you know, if you really decide um, this is something you want to do, and, and many kids, you know, when they get into swimming or gymnastics, every little kid says, I'm going to go to the Olympics, you know, just like with acting, everyone says, I'm going to win the Academy Award, and it's a very, very small group that ever get there, and um, there are those people that from a young age, it's something you can definitely recognize their their talents and their strengths. And, um, you know, it's one thing that takes a lot of commitment as well, time, energy, financial things to, you know, get the right coaching, get the right, um, you know, swimsuits or clothing and, and training and conditioning and treatment, whatever it may be. Um, so there's a big sacrifice. So I think, you know, behind each person there is a small army. And something that's so interesting, a lot of, um, you know, kind of uh, what we are, focusing on today. It's sort of the stories, the things you don't really hear about with the Olympics, and I find it really interesting, especially that two um, big medalists, uh, you know, Gabby Douglas as well as uh, Ryan Lochte, that now, you know, they're going to have probably millions of dollars of endorsements because they both, um, you know, are really inspiring stories and did so well and kind of America's sweethearts, and both, you know, kind of behind the scenes, um, their parents are finding uh, experiencing financial hardships. Uh, Gabby uh, Douglas' uh, mom actually filed for bankruptcy in the past year. And, oh, that is, um, I didn't even know that. That's so yeah, sad. Yeah, and, and Ryan Lockheed's parents 
um, houses being foreclosed. So, I mean, let's say, you know, I'm, I'm sure that now their, their children have both done very well in the Olympics and many endorsements to come that, you know, the tables will turn, that, you know, now they'll be the one able to support their parents. But a big thing is, you know, it costs, um, you know, it, it can cost up to $100,000 a year to um, be making that sacrifice for their children for paying for these special coaches. Um, you know, that they, they, you're not able to, some parents, you know, they have to take time off from work to attend these things. Everyone has to pay their own way to the Olympics, you know, and, and do their own board, um, well, as well as all the time and travel for games. So it, it really is a lot um, goes on behind the scenes with that. And, and something, you know, too, that you touched on is there are, you know, a beautiful thing about the Olympics is that it really does, Unite everyone, as we know, is that with the symbol of the Olympics, why each ring is um, that colors is because it represents all of those colors that are up there. Um, there is that color in every single flag that participates, every country that participates. One of those colors um, is on the flag. Not all of on one flag, but at least every color that's up there is represents that are in one of the flags. And the fact that they're intersecting rings, you know, has that significance, too, of that we're all one, so that we're all connected to one another. Yeah. And and something, you know, I think for us that, you know, it is the time, the effort, and, you know, financial. Um, Something that I wasn't aware of until you you had brought to my attention is something that isn't new, um, but after many, um, many of the Olympics afterwards, a lot of the athletes, um, go missing per se, don't go back to their home country. Um, because many people are representing, you know, the Congo, the Ivory Coast, very war torn, impoverished nations that, um, when people in, in London, uh, as of right now, there's been 21 athletes who have not reported back to their home country. And they technically can stay in London on, um, an athletic visa until November. Um, but many people on um, this happens at all the Olympics uh, try to uh, seek political refuge, political asylum because they don't want to go back to their countries because the conditions are so um, are so terrible. And now, and what many people see- don't know, Heather, is that this is a well-established history. It goes back to the Cold War. When uh, when athletes from Eastern Bloc countries would uh, participate in the Olympics and then they would defect literally to the West so that they would have freedom to practice whatever their art was. Mm-hmm. And mostly yeah. it was just a springboard to a better life because they yeah, felt... Yeah, and, and exactly. So, I mean, um, you know, it's just, it's crazy to think, you know, you see these wonderful athletes and then, you know, they're going back to, to nothing and and to fear of their life all the time. So um, many people, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely not an easy process, but they're already, um, they've gotten away into the country um, and, you know, bless it that, you know, to seek refuge. Uh, you know, in you know, the Congo, there's so many places um, throughout Africa that um, are, are, you know, some of the poorest or the poorest territories in the world. And um, I read some article, I forget where um, the young man was from, but there was an athlete that in the 2008, he tried to stay in Beijing, and he actually couldn't make it um, financially in um, China, and so he had to go back to his home home country. And, you know, how heartbreaking for that was him because, you know, it was it was not much better there um, for him, but he had, you know, difficulty getting a job and stuff as, you know, sort of an alien into that country. So, um, 
you know, it, it's just amazing to think, you know, it, with uh, the Olympics, and we think so much of, you know, the, um, you know, the, the medals and, you know, people's, I mean, sportsmanship and all that, but there is, I don't want to say dark, but there is so much behind it and, you know, blood, sweat, and tears and, you know, kind of just think that it's really beautiful that people get this opportunity um, to represent their country and hopefully, you know, get... Well, and you know what I think is interesting when you read these articles is that uh, including the people who are defecting, it's not that they don't love their country, is that they cannot, they realize that they cannot prosper in a war-torn country or in such poverty. Many go back because of the fear of retribution to their family, but, uh, but again, many of them decide that they do want to leave. I mean, I think the last report was uh, from the Ivory Coast Olympic delegation that two swimmers and a wrestling coach had disappeared yeah. already. You know, they hadn't been found. And I know in 2009, it doesn't just happen at the Olympics. It happens at other sporting events. The entire Etrurian national soccer team, the entire team, defected to uh, to Kenya during a tournament in Kenya. And that's one of the top ten countries for people that seek asylum in the United Kingdom last year, alongside of Sudan, Afghanistan, and Iran. And that was according to a refugee council. So this, what you're saying, here are these athletes, they're working their lives to better themselves. And then the country that they live in has so much poverty and so much war that it's it, it's not conducive to continuing their sport. I find it it's just very, very sad. Yeah, and here, you know, and here in America, I mean, we, I guess, you know, it's one more thing that we're just so thankful that, um, you know, now these people are, you know, these athletics are heroes, and I think it, for here, I think it really, um, I think it's a great thing, especially in these really tough times, to show on TV, and especially, I think, for young kids, I think, um, you know, it it uh, it promotes, I think, physical, um, fit, you know, physical use of our bodies, you know, all the big BC racer. I think it inspires kids that, you know, you can do anything if you put your mind into it, that you put the hard work. I think it's really great to just see, because the, I think our TV is so polluted now with, you know, rich kid TV, of, you know, Sweet 16, and all and just money, and gimme, 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 and nothing, you know, and fame, and, and not really showing people working hard for it. I think the Olympics is a really great thing. I think it's with great television because it shows the uniting of other countries and, and other cultures and respecting that. And even, you know, the people that, you know, were representing countries that they finished and laughed because, you know, they're swimming, they don't even have pools in their country or, you know, running. It was showing, you know, just the camaraderie. And then I think also when the athletes did so well and then they showed their backstories of how much they had to sacrifice and give up to get where they were, I think that's really inspirational and I think that's a good message. Um, and what about the South you. African who was nicknamed Blade Runner, who had, yeah. he was a w, am, double amputee. To me, he was the most, uh, he was the sign of the Olympics for this year. He was just so inspirational and he was so humble and so gratified to be there. And to, to do so well and to be on the relay team, et cetera, I, I was just completely motivated and, and, you know, my heart just was like, oh, this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about is the collaboration and allowing everyone to be part of something great and so that we all feel that we're part of one world. 
Yeah, no, I, I think it, yeah, I think especially the Blade Runner thing, I think that was great, that kind of showing that any adversity that anyone can, um, again, I think that's just a great message that you can achieve I, anything, even, even with um, something that could be seen as a setback. I wanted to just um, chime in there that you said that the um, from the Beijing Games in 2008, his name was uh, Thomas Esamba. He was a Cameroon athlete. It's a boxer. Yeah. And he actually has, is gone from these Olympics, too. <laughs> so he hmm. competed again this year, and they can't, he's missing again. So hopefully this time he's going to be able to make it. And... Hopefully, we can all find more peace in the world and we can learn how to get along and help one another. And our next guest coming up, Nola Hennessy, has many ways in which we can do that. She's on a global tour and she really believes that we're all humans and that we all are one humanity and it is our obligation and responsibility to be good to one another and to help one another prosper. So we're going to go to her now. Do you want to go ahead and give a, give out the website, Heather? Thank oh, you so well, much definitely. for, for we want this you to report. Thestarur.org as well as thestarur.com. And when we come back from break, we will be speaking again with the award-winning Australian author and humanitarian, Nola Hennessy. We're so glad that she's back on. Don't go away. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. Be right back. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org. All donations are tax deductible. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. You are, you are the star. 
Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. You'll find all you need. You will find all you need right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. We appreciate you listening to the most positive talk radio broadcast on the planet, bringing you the pioneers on the planet here on World Talk Radio. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and of course, this is brought to the airways through the species of Be the Star You Are charity. Well, I am excited because I have a returning guest, Pinnacle Award-winning inspirational author, Nola Hennessy, right from Sydney, Australia, and she is renowned for her people skills, her love of life, her business acumen, and an incredible amount of energy and passion. Nola became a senior manager at 16, has three times risen to senior leadership positions, and the top of her chosen profession. She leads the global consultancy Serenidad Consulting, and she provides a wide range of services that are filled with excellence, leadership, and positive personal power because she wants to help everyone and every company achieve global peace. She has just landed in the U.S. of A. to launch her tour for her inspirational books, No Boxing Allowed, and from PMS to PMA, now published through Balboa Press, and she's won more awards so welcome to your second home, Nola. Thanks for returning to Star Style. We're so glad you're here. Oh, and the feeling is mutual. Thank you so much. I'm, I feel at home. I'm completely at home here. It's going to be very difficult to go back to Australia. <laughs> well, maybe we're just going to have to keep you here. Who knows? Well, you have had so many exciting experiences and been granted these prestigious awards since we last spoke how does it really feel to be back and to be on this new tour and now published through Balboa Press? How are you, how is that all settling in or is it still just all excitement? Well, no, we're, we're actually, we've had immediate media interest. Uh, we, we commenced a global campaign for No Boxing Allowed officially on Monday. And within a couple of days, we've had media interest here in Austin. And uh, so what we're doing at the moment is working to achieve, in between the major book signing events that I have prearranged, we're looking to do book signings in each of the cities where I am. And obviously that publicity campaign is all about no boxing allowed and it's about the messages that that I'm putting out there through that book and so I'm available to media for interviews and I'm very happy to be talking about the book the primary reason for my being here is is to do with the books and to do with business and so you know the excitement I've I've had three nights out in Austin uh, listening to live music and I feel very much at home. I used to live in Austin and and so I've been I've been earthed very well by some close friends that I have here and I'm having an absolutely fabulous time. <laughs> you sound like it. You sound like you are just really filled with happiness and joy right now. Which is your mission in life to bring that to everyone? Let's talk about no boxing allowed because. You just recently were visiting New York City in uh, June because No Boxing Allowed was honored with another award. Tell us about this. This is a big award at the New York Book Festival. 
Well, look, I was not expecting the, the honourable mention that, that the book received, and it received that in the category of spiritual books, which is important for me. I know that the book is inspirational, but to have it recognised in the category of, of spiritual books may, meant a lot more to me as an individual because I'm a very spiritual person. I don't profess to be religious, but I'm deeply spiritual, and I believe in God, and I believe in the power of God to make sure that things happen the way they're meant to happen and that there are outcomes that we need to stay on track for and that human beings are very powerful in their ability to create change and influence things for a positive outcome. So, you know, that that award was enormous recognition for me and I'm very grateful to the organisers of those book festivals because they they really honour authors across the world who are writing books of excellence and need greater recognition. So it's a... um, it's a big honour for all of us, and I had a great time in New York. I, it was the first time I'd ever been there, and I managed to get to see a lot of things, and I networked with a number of authors there who are just beautiful people. And, you know, artists, no matter what we do, are all uh, talking and speaking and writing from our hearts and our souls, and that's what's important is that we're not restricted in what we want to do to make the world a better place. Exactly. Well, one of the things that you really advocate in your book, No Boxing Allowed, is that in order for this world to be sustainable, people must overcome the barriers that they put on themselves. They must break free of the boxes of life that we're so often put into. So why don't you give us a little bit of insight into No Boxing Allowed because you really, it that falls together with... Uh, having that positive mental attitude and really walking your talk, living with integrity and speaking and living from the heart, which is which are all things you don't preach, but what you teach is what you practice. It's it's who you are. So this absolutely. is what's in your book. Yes, absolutely. No boxing allowed is a book which basically holds a mirror up to every reader. And the reader has the opportunity to recognize where they're at in life and whether there are things about what they do, what they say, how they behave, um, how they see themselves that can change or they can also hold that mirror up and say, well, I'm okay the way I am and people are okay just the way they are right now. And what the book does is it gives people tangible tools to be able to improve themselves and therefore improve their relationships with other people. And there are some fundamental values that I introduce to people through the book and the value of truth and that truth underpins trust and trust underpins respect and all of those layers that I I see humanity having lost sight of. Through No Boxing Allowed, I I teach people how to remove a lot of the old baggage that they've held on to that therefore can limit them because of the anger that the anger responses that they feel. I help people to understand what fear is and how that originates and how fear can cripple people in the decisions that they make and I quote 
my own examples in life, significant life-changing decisions that I've made that have been made for the wrong reasons. They felt right at the time, but in hindsight, they were the wrong reasons and they were emotional or mental barriers and boxes that I placed around myself. So the book is is somewhat autobiographical and it's revealing of me as a person, but I do that so that people understand that if I can do it, they can do it. And my journey is unique as everybody's journey is unique there are things that will be revealed in in a later book of mine that are quite profoundly informative about my life and my journey however this one is about helping people to achieve a level of inner peace and when people truly know who they are how they think uh, what they really want in life, and, and that's the biggest thing. Most people don't know what they want. They think they know, but they don't know. And when they get a handle on what they really want in life and they make the right discerning choices to get there and they do it with integrity, then the universe will bring to them all the good things that they deserve. Now, it's not to say that people who aren't getting what they want have done something wrong. It might just be that they uh, are not 100% committed or that they have some kind of self-limiting posture that prevents them from fulfilling all of those dreams that they have. And I suppose the fundamental, you know, the two key things that I that I have as, as currents through the book are that we need to treat each other much, much better in order for our world to, to achieve peace and to have sustainable, healthy relationships and that we shouldn't take anything for granted, that we should be grateful and... and uh, thankful for all of the beautiful priceless things that we're delivered every day yes and you know it's also i find in this book in no boxing allowed we're speaking with author nola hennessy from australia who's now in austin texas launching her u.s book tour and a global campaign for no boxing allowed and it's really to help everyone realize his or her full potential as a human being in living with integrity and letting go of any corruption or ideas that we really do place on ourselves and putting ourselves in, in this box. What outcomes are you really looking for with this, uh, this global campaign? I'm really excited that you're, that you're doing this, uh, you know, on a really big level because it's the only way to uh, achieve the world peace and what we need in companies as well as individuals. Absolutely. There, there are probably, there are goals in layers, Cynthia. Um, you know, for me to say, look, I want to have a bestseller, that is, that is the truth. And the reason I want to have a bestseller is to, so that the revenue that comes from those books, I can channel that revenue to organizations that can do more good. So this is not about me. This is about the book and the values that I teach in the book. Um, in all my books, that we need to be very selfless in what we do in society. And I, I want to get that level of recognition for no boxing allowed because the people who have read my book uh, are all giving me the same feedback and it's all very positive feedback. And your reviews of my books I'm very grateful for and, and people just 
reinforced that I've done the right thing. I took a long time to write this book because of the personal things that I exposed in the book. But then I've gone past that now. I'm, I've, I've been able to grow as a result of speaking out about things that I'd kept quiet for decades. And that's a good thing. That's allowed me to free myself to be able to then teach and encourage people to step further as I have stepped further. I'm, I've been fortunate to have a career where I've, I've made success in business and, and I've had quite good success in my personal life regardless of all of the the negative things that have happened in my life and negative things happen to everybody, not just to me. So apart from, from you know, the successes that I've had in life, I wanted to find a vehicle that I could use as the foundation for my consulting company and what we do and no boxing allowed is that vehicle and it sets the tone for everything that we do. I live as much as I possibly can, everything that's in that book. And I live that because if I cannot be a role model to what I'm writing, then I might as well not bother. And so it's it's about doing as I teach and walking the talk. And I will, I'm my worst critic. I will constantly look at myself and, and I work on myself at a soul level so that I can teach other people how to do that. And, you know, the, 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 the layers beyond that are helping organizations and communities and families to have better relationships and to resolve issues without litigation. Then to go the next level above that where we've got people who are antagonistic from country to country, getting them together and really working out what the root cause of their issues are and resolving those root causes. Because ultimately, if you, you can deal with the symptoms in life, but if you don't deal with the root cause, the, the issue will never go away. Well, and this is what sets you apart, Nola, from so many authors or politicians or anybody who's out there on any kind of platform, is you truly, truly have integrity. You truly do walk the talk. You live this every day, not only in your books, but with your company, which you have now decided to move part of the company or to, to the United States. So what are the long-term plans there? Because that is really, the company is about globalization, is helping companies be more honest, to really go for the truth, to stay away from corruption, to stay away from greed, to really walk yes. their talk and, and to be transparent. So tell us about your company. Serenidad Consulting, Serenidad means serenity in Spanish. Um, so Serenidad is a word that to me meant, you know, I, I'd achieved serenity and I, and I searched on Google. Uh, there's an ad for Google. I searched on Google for a, for a word that was synonymous with serenity and up came Serenidad and I love the Spanish language. I will learn it more one day. But that was to me the key. And so really the company is about serenity consulting. So if you take it in that context, it's very, very clear that peace negotiation as one of our services is all about, you know, serenity consulting. So my, my decision to move the head office operation to America is for one reason. I believe that America is better placed as a universal power 
than Australia. That's not to negate Australia, but I think when I when I'm so focused on having a global operation, I need to be centred somewhere where that can really take off. And I have always felt that I wanted to have a US operation, but in making the decision to move the head office of the consulting business and the, the mediation and the training services to the US means that from there we have satellite operations in, in countries around the globe. You know, major. So you're in a better position now that you have moved it here. Now you're going to be able to really work globally. And, and that's, that's the key decision. Now, look, we haven't, we haven't physically moved yet. I still have things that I need to do in Australia and we are still building our operation in Australia. We've won some very sensitive government uh, placements and and I cannot mention what they are, but they are very very important, and they have uh, um, a very positive impact strategically in, in every dimension in the long term, right across the globe, and at all different layers. So, but how wonderful, Nola, because now you have both hemispheres. You have the north and the south. You, you so the really what I mean is that you really can target the peace for the world because you can operate out of Absolutely. Australia and the United States. And, and you know, Barack Obama is, I've never met the man, but I listened to his inaugural speech and he talked about peace and, and compassion and all of those kind of words. And I thought, well, finally America actually has, is getting a handle on the need for that foundation of, of peace. I felt for a long time America had lost its way, but I believe that there is that America's on the right track. I'm not here spouting politics. I'm not doing that at all. But what I believe is that America is the power base from which a lot of other countries take their uh, instruction and they take their fellowship from the United States. And I'm not betraying my Australian citizenship by saying I want to move my company here. I believe that my company will serve globally much better based from here. And it's still an Australian company. Now, I want to just ask a couple of things. You are going to be conducting book signings at the Hay House Conference in Washington, D.C. in September. Tell us about these because are you going to be doing more of these throughout the year? This is a very big deal. It is a big deal. I'm also doing the Hay House uh, conference in Pasadena, California, towards the almost at the end of October, and I will be in New York mid-October for a publicity summit there. So I'll have the opportunity to speak with media people in New York, and uh, we're, we're, you know, we're really excited about those opportunities. That gets my my book into a. Um, a reader space that is very focused on spirituality and uh, people who are looking to achieve a level of peace within themselves. So I'm very excited about doing those book signings and those conferences go for three days each and I'll be in various locations other than those conferences so that I can promote No Boxing Allowed and also back in Sydney for about a week in Sydney in Australia when I'm back there in in the interim time. We'll be doing some promotion there as well. Now, you just just finished delivering a keynote uh, coaching session about trust, and you mentioned that you met someone of great importance at uh, Universal Studios this past week. Can you discuss that at all? Because this could be important to uh, 
to the book and to the world. It's important. It is. It's important. I suppose this particular lady uh, is a a woman who works with at-risk children. And interestingly enough, she, she is in the same profession as my good friend here in Austin. And, uh, I was talking with Jan here in Austin and I said that I, I have offered to give a, a number of my books to this lady in, uh, in LA so that she can give those books on to children and the families of children that she deals with on a day-to-day basis. Now, I'm going to do the same here in Austin, and as I've said to you, I want to give some of the books to you as well. I gave I gave several books away in Australia at the conference where I talked about a new trust model, and I gave those books to the delegates of that conference, and they were well-received, and I think people don't understand the act of giving and how good that feels when you are doing the giving and how amazing it feels when you receive something for nothing. Yes, and that is really so important. And this is really kind of the bottom uh, premise of No Boxing Allowed. It's all in giving, receiving, the gratitude, and learning to maximize your personal power for the benefit of all because we are all the gift. I want to give out your website so people can go to your website and find out where you're, what's next, where you're going to be. And I want also all our listeners out there, if anyone organizes conferences or, or seminars or has a bookstore or wants a book signing, that Nola, while she is here in the United States, is available for all of these things. She's a wonderful speaker, as you can tell, and very much from the heart. And the website is Serenidad consulting.com that's spelled s-e-r-e-n-i-d-a-d consulting.com and uh, nola would you just sort of wrap this up because we'll also tell the listeners that we're going to get you back here on the show in october so that we can uh, speak more about not only no boxing allowed but your follow-up book from pms to PMA and also what is transpiring on your global campaign and on your U.S. tour. But go ahead and just give us a wrap-up. People need to probably just hold still for a little bit. Uh, We rush around a lot, and what I would like to see people do is just stand still and listen to themselves, listen inside their heart, listen inside their soul, And when they feel able to step forward, make sure that every step forward is a step forward that is founded on courage and on truth, integrity, uh, compassion, and that they make choices that are considered choices. And it doesn't matter what people are doing, whether they're a student, whether they're a politician, whether they're running a company, whether they're running a family, everybody to stand still for just a second and think about what's really important and and bring themselves back to a level of balance and understand themselves. Stop rushing. Stop making hasty decisions. I think our world will benefit beyond comprehension. 
um, I, I often say out loud, and it's in my book, if everybody on this earth got angry and put out that bad, bad karma to everybody else, how the energy that would surround the earth would be very toxic for a, sh- for a period of time. And then contrary to that, if everybody on earth put out love and respect and understanding and trust and all of those good things, we would have such a harmonious, calm, and peaceful planet to live on. Well, Nola, thank you so much. Her book, No Boxing Allowed, her other book, From PMS to PMA, SerenidadConsulting.com. She's on her U.S. tour and a global campaign, and she really does want everyone to find their peace, to know that we humans do not hold all the answers that no human being is perfect. And I love this saying of yours, Nola, when you know you have found your inner peace, share that priceless gift of serenity with others, the world will be at a better place for the goodness that you bring. We all have that responsibility. Nola, thank you for being on Star Style. Be the star you are. Welcome back to the United States. We are a better place because you are here. So we are glad that you are with us. And we'll be talking again in October. And for everyone, watch the newsletter because we'll be spotlighting NOLA's books and have the have the website and everything there for you to link to. NOLA, thank you. It's always so wonderful to talk with you. Likewise. Thank you. You're a precious lady. Thank you. You too. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan on Star Style. Be the star you are. Make sure to pick up a copy of No Boxing Allowed by Nola Hennessy. I'll be back in a bit. Don't go away. The star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Are you having growing pains? Well, growth is a great thing when you are prepared to handle it. Oftentimes, small business owners try to do everything themselves, and then when they find they can't, they panic or they withdraw. It is the managerial demands that can cause a burgeoning business to fail. Delegate the management to a qualified individual and keep tabs on the progress. Here's a list of traits that a successful manager can employ as business is growing. First, focus on the project exclusively. Second, pay attention to the little details. Train your personnel and see training as an investment in the future. Evaluate all your employees' productivity. Resolve conflicts and keep the business running smoothly. 
Step back and determine where your company currently is and where it wants to go. When you take these necessary steps, you will ensure continual growth and prosperity. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For coaching and consultations, visit StarStyleProductions.com or call 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Be the star you are. You are the up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, thanks for staying with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, empowering you with infotainment ideas and tools for everyday life. Brought to you by Be The Star You Are, 501c3 Charity. We have a few great events coming up soon, and you can get involved. Be The Star You Are is the recipient of Nichols for Nonprofits at the Lafayette, California Whole Foods Store. Bring in your plastic bags and give your donation to Be The Star You Are. The Pear and Wine Festival is coming up. You can be a sponsor. So send an email, and the Gale Celebration at St. Mary's College will be there as well. And we'll be having the National Essay Contest. For all events, visit btsya.com and click on events. And if you want to email, email me, Cynthia, at bethestarur.org. Well, one of the main missions of Be The Star You Are is increasing literacy. And with our many programs, we do our best to push forward our motto of read, lead, and succeed. However, we are also opposed to the advanced pressure on young people to excel by overextending themselves, taking too many classes, being involved in so many activities that it doesn't allow them to be just kids. And it seems these days that high school students are working overtime to take advanced placement classes. But is it really worth it? Teens tend to load up on these advancement placement classes that cover a range of subjects, everything from macroeconomics, environmental science, to European history. But is it is it really helping them? And that's just naming a few. Although it may sound like a terrific intellectual challenge for motivated high school students, educators are saying that classes don't provide the kind of learning considered most valuable in college and that these classes, these advanced placement classes, are just too time-consuming for kids who are already overly pressured and they're not necessary or even helpful to many students as they apply to and enter college. 
So critics are blasting the classes for often being overly broad and requiring students to memorize textbooks just filled with facts. So some of the elite private high schools have dumped the program altogether in certain subject areas, and some are replacing classes with their own curriculum, which they say are helping to better prepare kids for college and higher-level thinking in those areas. And that's really important. What I think is the most important is to focus on passion and the peak learning experiences. Don't focus on drudgery and just rote learning. Now, the college board, which administers the AP program, has acknowledged the criticism, and it is in the process of revamping courses. The board is cutting the amount of material students have to memorize for tests so that they can focus on the bigger concepts and perhaps more on the more college-level thinking. And um, teachers do believe that the new AP needs have to be anchored in a curriculum that focuses on what students need to be able to do with their knowledge. I know for myself, I can't remember any of the things that I crammed for in advanced placement classes, but I do remember things that really made me think. So I would think that that is what's important for students, too. In the meantime, students seem to be caught in that catch-22 of taking as many AP classes as they can because they're trying to boost their grade point averages and they're trying to impress college officials. So we just have to be careful about the balance there. Many uh, many schools are not even considering the grade point average and the AP classes as one, and they're looking at the SAT scores. So the advanced placement classes really need to be going more towards the purpose and passion of the people. College Board also runs the SATs, and they have helped design the classes in the 1950s to mimic those introductory level English history math science classes at universities. And students love the classes because they weighted their AP grades I mean, the weighted AP grades uh, boosted their GPAs above a 4.0 and then helped them get into schools, the colleges that they wanted. And then then the school administrators liked it because it was a way to show that their school had raised the standards. But schools have changed in the past 10 years. And students often try to to take more APs than their classmates to impress the college officials. And unfortunately, and unless the student's headed to the Harvards of the world, It's a recipe for burnout and exhaustion. And there was even a great documentary uh, called Race to Nowhere that showed the effects of crushing high school pressure on teenagers, that students were encouraged by their guidance counselors, their college administration officers, and by each other to take as many courses as possible. And even when they piled on courses, it brought the students to the point of exhaustion, and it really caused great Anxiety. So when AP courses are taken to the extreme, it all it does is fuel high school culture of burnout, of cheating, of cutting corners, and academic anxiety that is really the antithesis of true learning and college preparation. Most college students are limited to four classes, so why are we encouraging our high school kids to take five, seven, eight classes, you know, including these APs? So don't Don't take so many APs that you are stressed out, burned out, and you're taking classes that you're not interested in. Teachers have reported that cheating is up because the kids are trying to make the grades. 
So those classes are backfiring. A lot of colleges are not accepting AP credits. So some colleges are picky about granting which AP credits they're going to accept. Do your homework. That is really key. Do your homework to find out what classes the college that you are applying for will accept. Moderate the number of AP classes that you are going to take. Enjoy a balance of school, extracurricular activities, friends, and family. Because, uh, you know, AP classes usually have about two to three times as much homework, and balance is really important. Students should also know that the highly selective colleges are mostly the ones that expect a student to have taken some AP classes. And a lot of other schools um, and out-of-state, like state schools in California and out-of-state schools, aren't putting as much AP uh, participation. So the selective schools are the Ivies, the UCs, and perhaps like the popular California state universities like San Diego State and uh, Cal Poly. And other than that, educators now are recommending that students check with the college whether they give credit or not. Look for balance. Don't just take an AP class just to take it. Well, I thank you all for being great listeners to being here with Heather and I every week on Star Style. Be the star you are. We love being your life coaches, your success coaches. We know you can change your life for the better and you can make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style, visit StarStyleProductions.com. To make a donation to the charity, go to BTSYA.com or be the star you are.org. And don't forget, you can receive the free newsletter, Star Searchers Express. Our aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate. See beyond your physical being. Know you are already a star. Dream of it and become it. And read a book this year. This week, not this year. Well, this year, too. Pick up a copy of No Boxing Allowed, and you will not box yourself in anymore. Until next week when we celebrate again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. So smile a lot. My name is Cynthia Bryan thanking you from Star Style and encouraging you. Be the star you are. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.